Section 1. 100 Years of Nor-West Style Introduction Welcome to 100 Years of Nor-West Style, an exhibition that celebrates the cultural heritage of Nor-West and marks 100 years since the first large-scale council estates were built in the UK. Whether you've lived in Nor-West for all your life, or this is your first ever visit, we hope this exhibition will give you the opportunity to discover more about why Nor-West was built, the experiences of people living here throughout the decades, the rich culture of the area, and the hidden stories that this project has uncovered. The exhibition has been made in collaboration with KWMC The Factory and features contributions from local residents and artwork by artists Holly Beasley Garingan, George Lovesmith and Lucas Robbins. Throughout the exhibition, there are listening stations for you to find out more information about what is on the walls. Some of the audio is written on the wall, but there is much more to discover by listening, so don't miss out. If you require full written text, please ask at reception. Feel free to explore, listen and contribute your thoughts and feelings. Don't forget to check the KWMC website for the accompanying live programme. Visit kwmc.org.uk forward slash events. 100 Years of Norwest Style is part of Homes for Heroes 100, a city-wide project marking a century of council housing coordinated by Bristol Cultural Development Partnership and funded by the National Lottery Heritage Fund and Bristol City Council. Introduction This text has no accompanying images. It is printed on white paper and attached to the exhibition boards which are made of wood with many holes, like toolboard, to attach images and text. Below the text is a shelf with some publications and exhibition guides. On the far left are a pile of comics about social housing. Next to them are some small A5 books of council estate walks. Both were created as part of the Homes for Heroes 100 project and are available to take a copy. Next to these is a thin booklet about the walks that residents led in Norwest in September 2019 as part of Open Doors Day. On the far right is a full exhibition text guide to take around the exhibition with you and place back when you have finished. A large text format version is available on request. Historical context. In 1919, the Housing and Town Planning Act, widely known as the Addison Act after the Minister of Health and Housing Christopher Addison, kick-started the UK's council house building programme and the development of the first large-scale council estates in the country. Promoted as Homes Fit for Heroes, council housing was originally intended to provide improved conditions and a supportive start for those returning from the battlefields of the First World War. The ambitious act promised 500,000 government-subsidised houses within three years. A weak post-war economy meant less than half the initially planned homes were built. However, the Allison Act marked a significant new dawn. Housing was now recognised as a national responsibility, and local authorities were given the task of providing accommodation for their citizens. Hillfields was the first estate of its kind in Bristol followed shortly after by Sea Mills and, later, Knoll West. In 1930, following a fresh government policy to clear dangerous, poor quality and overcrowded slum housing, 
inner-city areas such as St. Philip's and Redcliffe in Bristol were demolished. Residents were moved to the new neighbourhood of Knoll West, whose construction began in 1933. The estate was built on Garden City principles and was dubbed the 5,000 Island Forest by the workers who built it. The Garden City was a utopian town planning ideal developed by Ebenezer Howard that aimed to combine the benefits of town and country living. Howard believed that everyone should have a good home to live in, access to a garden and communal green space. Noel West is situated on a hill, was once surrounded by fields and is comprised of 100 streets, 5,000 homes and approximately 12,000 people. Human society and the beauty of nature are to be enjoyed together. Town and country must be married and out of this joyous union will spring a new hope, a new life, a new civilization. Ebenezer Howard, Tomorrow, A Peaceful Path to Real Reform, 1898. In Lurgan Walk was the house we were to stay for seven days. It was one of what was called ideal homes. Families being moved out of the slum area of St. Jude's would be oust in one of these homes whilst their furniture was taken away to be fumigated before it was moved to what house they had been allocated. Then the family would leave the ideal home and move into their new house that was to become part of what would be known as Knoll West. I went to school from the house in Lurgan Walk, but when I returned from school, the house was empty. I didn't know where my family had gone. Eventually, someone told me where they were. I found mother and father examining their bits of furniture that had been dumped there by the firm Knee Brothers. Outside, workmen were busy still paving stones that were to be pavements. There were no shops, but at the end of what we would know as Downton Road was a big wooden hut where they sold everything from a pack of pins to a quarter pound of ham. Fred Morgan, aged 93, we interviewed him at the beginning of the project before he had sadly passed away in the summer of 2019. Image 1. Philwood Park, Bristol, viewed from the northeast, 1933. A large A1 black and white photograph of Philwood Park, taken from the air, showing how the estate was initially made up of only a few streets, with a small number of houses and surrounded by fields. A long road through the middle of the image, ending in fields, with houses being built out from it. Image 2. Diagram of the Three Magnets by Ebenezer Howard. Originally published in Tomorrow, A Peaceful Path to Real Reform, 1898. A drawing showing three red magnets with their magnetic ends facing into the middle. Two are at the top and one at the bottom. Above each magnet is a different title, Town, Country or Town Country. In the middle is a grey rectangle with the people written on it and a question, where will they go? Over each magnet in black curved writing are words that describe each category. For example, under town, it says isolation of crowds, places of amusement, distance from work. Under country, lack of society, beauty of nature, hands out of work, and under town country, beauty of nature, social opportunity, 
fields and parks of easy access. Image 3, The Garden City Concept by Ebenezer Howard, originally published in Garden Cities of Tomorrow, 1902. A diagram titled Group of Slumless, Smokeless Cities. The diagram is a circle with two smaller circles drawn inside it and four lines crossing it, dividing it into six segments. There are also smaller circles on the outer axis of each line, six in total. In each segment, around the circle and along the lines, there is text, stating things like allotments, college for blind, reservoir, cemetery, etc. There is a key at the bottom relating to the different colours of the lines which represent roads, railroads, etc. The diagram is intended to show that if cities are well arranged and divided, they can allow space for everything citizens will need. Reservoirs and waterfalls are spread throughout, amongst other services, and allotments are prominent, showing the garden city concept of mixing town and country. End of section one.